All right. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining today's TR90 Weight Management Call. My name is Frank Lomas, and I'm your host today. I'm joining you from my home here in Lompoc, California, 54 miles north of Santa Barbara, California's beautiful central coast. My business background before New Skin was a workaholic mortgage broker and a small business owner, and I now enjoy what I call my carpet commute, walking from one bedroom to the other to grow my business. I competed in one in both bodybuilding and weightlifting in my youth, and I still stay active daily with some calisthenics, some walking, some hiking, and some bike riding, and some high-intensity weight training. These calls occur at 6.40 to 6.55 a.m. Pacific Time, Monday through Friday. If you'd like to listen in live, in case you're on our, one of our recorded calls now, call in to 712-775-8972. Wait for the prompt, and then enter nine, PIN code 910022. Our panel makes these calls to support your efforts with the AIDSLOT TR90 program, which is based on three program components clinically shown to help you look leaner and healthier in just 90 days. The primary components are products, eating, and exercise. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about, uh, I guess, kind of exercise and eating together a little bit today. Uh, let's see. Uh, check in. If you want to know more about the program in detail, you can certainly check in with your personal NewSkin representative or NewSkin product support for more details on the program. And, of course, you can check in here each weekday for tips to help you stay connected. You can find an archive of these calls on SoundCloud.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-L-O-U-D.com or your favorite podcast app by searching for either TR90 or my name, Frank Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, or Solutions for Anti-Aging with the number four in there. Today's topic is, it won't take too long to get through it, but five fitness myths that could be hindering your workout goals. And let's see here, this was, this was written, uh, oh, about three weeks ago, and it appeared in the Desiree News, must be out of Utah there. Story by Emma Pitts, five fitness myths that can be hindering your workout goals. In the age of influencers, fitness influencers, especially, fitness influencers especially, always seem to have the perfect everything. Body, workout clothes, even their water bottle is aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> For those of you who do, who, who do follow them, the appeal of whatever work, workout trend they're selling to us with their, you have to try this or it changed my life marketing, it's important, important to understand which fitness rules to live by are legit and which you should quit. If you're trying to understand which fitness tips are scientifically proven or myths, here are five exercise myths that could be, could be misleading and may hinder you from achieving your fitness goals effectively. Number one, spot reduction works. Nope. <laughs> it's a common misconception that if you want to get washboard abs, you need to do sit-ups until your stomach starts cramping. Targeting a certain part of your body to lose fat and only working out that area will not give you the results you're looking for. In fact, GoodRx Health said it's not even possible. An overwhelming amount of research suggests that targeted fat loss isn't achievable with exercise alone. It's not possible to target fat in specific areas, since Dr. Sedrina Calder, known as the Fit Doc, told GoodRx Health. When you lose weight, you lose fat from different parts of your body. And the body parts that lose fat first are mostly based on genetics. So doing a 10 million sit-ups and nothing else isn't going to give you a washboard tummy unless you're already that skinny and that, that fit to begin with. Then they'll, they'll add some muscle to you, but uh, that's it. And uh, I, as I, I've said before, you can't flex fat. If you're a little overweight, you've got to stand down before you can see those abs. It's, diet's going to help you there. Number two, more sweat means more fat loss. After finishing a hard workout, there's something gratifying about dripping with sweat. But does it mean you lost more fat? Nope, not necessarily. 
Perspiring a lot can mean putting a lot into your workout, which requires extra energy. Still, more sweat doesn't equate to more calorie burns. And factors like sweat gland activity play a more significant role in how much sweating happens. Adding that sweating can affect adding that sweating can affect how many calories you burn, but at an insignificant level. This is because the body uses calories to start sweating, since sweat glands use glucose as energy to function. Number three, no pain, no gain. The first time I ever did Pilates, I was disappointed because, one, I didn't think the workout was rigorous enough to make a difference, and two, because I wasn't sore the day after. Tabloids are also snapping pictures of top supermodels like Gigi, Gigi Hadid and Haley Bieber, no idea who either of those people are, I guess I'm living in a cave and eat berries, leaving their Pilates classes, I thought surely that they had to be sore to stay looking as, had, had, they had to be sore to stay looking as physically fit as they did, but boy was I wrong. The idea that you have to be in pain for your muscles to grow is not true. When you push a muscle to work beyond its ability to use oxygen delivered in the blood, you're creating lactic acid, which gives you that burning sensation. This is what exercise experience people usually recognize as a really good fatigue or a good workout, according to UCI Health. The truth is, if you haven't been working out very often and your muscles are somewhat dormant, you're going to have soreness after a workout. UCI Health recommends not staying away from physical activity for more than two days. If you do, the muscles used for those particular activities will start shrinking or getting tighter. Number four, cardio is the only way to lose weight. Cardio workouts are necessary for weight loss, but are equally as important as strength training workouts. If your main goal is weight loss, you want to burn calories and build muscle mass. So for optimal benefits, you should incorporate both cardio and strength training into your exercise routine. Cardio's role in, in helping you shed pounds is burning calories. The more you exercise, the more calories you'll burn. If you're trying to lose weight, you should aim for doing cardio at least five days a week for a total of at least 250 minutes, four hours, ten minutes each week. Number five, stretching before workouts prevents injury. It seems like high school health teachers spend a whole month on idea if you don't stretch your muscles before working out, you're risking a fate worse than that, death. According to recent research, recent research, this simply isn't true. Experts have said that stretching does not prevent muscle soreness or injury. Muscles are made of bundles of tiny fibers. In a typical exercise-related muscle strain, these fibers develop microscopic tears. Theoretically, stretching for exercise should make the muscles more pliable and less likely to tear, Harvard Health said. But when studies have compared rates of injury or muscle soreness to people who stretch before exercise, and those who don't, they found little benefit to stretching. In fact, stretching a cold, tight muscle can lead to injury. Uh, I usually stretch after I work out. Uh, no, no. I usually go work out and then, then go stretch. Because um, then everything's nice and pliable. Reach, it seems to work better for me without even reading the science start stuff. So anyway, that was it. The five, five myths you may be carrying around with you. So uh, stretching... Uh, going from bottom to top, stretching before workouts prevents injury? Not necessarily. Cardio is the only way to lose weight? Nope, again, not necessarily. Add some strength training in there. Uh, let's see, no pain, no gain. Uh, and I think people should distinguish between muscle fatigue and, and pain, you're, like you've broken an arm or something. Now, I don't think they're, talking, they're not talking about kind of pain, they're talking about the pain you get from the lactic acid, acid mostly. And uh, again, that's not the criteria that you should judge your workout by, actually. Uh, number two, more sweat means more fat loss. 
Uh, and number one, spot reduction works. Now that's now that one's just a total foul. So you can't try just to again. Most people want to work nice abs and you know do all this weird ab stuff. Um, I do two ab exercises. I do uh, hanging leg raises and uh, the machine crunch. And I do two to three sets. When I the day I do the one, and then next day I do the other, and then I switch back to the the first one, and the next day I switch back. And that's, that's it. Don't do a bunch of sit ups, a bunch of other stuff like that. <clears throat> and I don't have the abs I had when I was competing, but hey, for a 70 year old guy, 69 year old guy, they're in pretty decent shape finally. After I got you know, took all that fat off from uh, getting pudgy back a while ago. <laughs> so anyway, that's it. Uh, I'll remind you these articles are are recorded. We're recording it right now as we speak. They'll be posted on SoundCloud.com probably later today. And um, and if you go to SoundCloud.com and can't find us, you have to type in either TR90. Or my name, Frank Lomas, LOMS, or Solutions for Anti-Aging. And now let's open up the line. Now we're done before. That was five minutes or so. That's pretty fast. Uh, let's see here. Mute all off. So it's highly recommended to stretch before because it does help warm those muscles up to help prevent some injuries. And definitely those of us that are older, stretching afterwards helps keep us limber and keep things moving and not so sore. <laughs> as has been what I have experienced and have heard in everything I've read and studied. So that's, you know, pretty spot on. <laughs> I, I know my, uh, I know um, uh, one of the things when I was having sciatica issues, uh, the, the chiropractor gave me certain stretching exercises that helped tremendously. And I haven't had any issues since, but also, you know, just regular adjustments. But, um, Stretching helps, and again, like you said, as, as certainly as you mature, you got to stay mobile and you got to stay flexible. Otherwise, uh, you're going to have a rough time later in life. I think mobility is, I walk around my, my senior brother-in-law and senior sister, one just had her hip replaced, she's had her hip replaced, but both of them, their m mobility is very limited these days. You know, not as surprised they were, obviously. They're ones in their 80s and ones in their late 70s. And you just think it, but they've never really exercised their entire lives. I think... God, you just got to stay fit. You just got to keep moving. I mean, it's just, you just got to. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't think you're going to like the, the later years, what, what comes up on you, you know, down the road. Just keep moving, keep moving. Well, and, and exercise actually helps keep your brain active, too. And it's, it's important. Just all around, yes. it's important. So, well, it's a good thing to keep that exercise up and going. And, uh, and I'll go back to even though that's not the topic today. Hey, for those on the, on the line here that are wondering what you hey, start walking. Just start walking. Do something simple that you already know how to do. You have to, you have, to have a coach to learn how to walk. You just get some decent shoes, <laughs> decent shoes and decent socks and appropriate clothes for the weather the weather's like and start walking. If you can only do a block, do a block, then work up to a block and a half, then work to two blocks, then work up to three blocks, you know, but start walking. It'll, it'll do you a world of good. Yeah, start out small right. and build up. That's, that's the best it. thing to do. <laughs> hey, you're going to give us a preview, a preview of what you might be doing tomorrow? I'm actually I'm sharing about some diets that don't work. So, oh, okay. Uh, yesterday, I actually talked about low-fat and no-fat diet yesterday, and um, the other ones, there's about three that I think I'll be able to get into tomorrow. So, um, Friday maybe. Okay. Uh, Following up with that, so there we are. <laughs> okay. Excellent, excellent. So come on back tomorrow and, and and sit in on Susan's talk tomorrow and on Friday. All right, everybody, go out and make it a great day. 
take care of yourself. Take care of somebody else, and we'll see you. I'll be back here again next Wednesday. We'll see you then. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks, Frank. Bye, Susan. You got it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.